Vegas Nation, sponsored by Station Casino's STN Sports. Download the app and get a bonus up to $100 when you sign up. You're listening to Vegas Nation. Time to get it started with First and Ten with Vinny Bonsignor and Sam Gordon. What is good, Raiders Nation? Welcome back to Vegas Nation, a special edition of Vegas Nation as we preview uh, tonight's must-win for the Raiders against the Rams here in uh, beautiful Southern California. Uh, I am uh, at my hotel overlooking um, Century Boulevard, which leads to the airport. It looks like a gorgeous day uh, out there. It might be a little bit chilly tonight. And you'll feel that, Sam Gordon, at SoFi Stadium because it's actually um, a canopy that covers the stadium. It's really an outdoor-indoor situation. You will see that here in a few hours. Uh, but before we get to Sam Gordon and the game tonight, which we were going to preview, uh, just want to let you know that Vegas Nation podcasts, all of them, uh, including First and Ten, are sponsored by Station Casinos, STN Sports, and presented by the Las Vegas Review Journal, Blue Wire, and Liquid Death. And I imagine some Liquid Death is going to be consumed tonight uh, by Raider fans. I know I already had one earlier today. Um, as they watch intently their Raiders play uh, the Rams in, in what we are describing absolutely, uh, Sam, as a must-win game. They're all must-wins from this point on, right? Yeah, no question, Vinny. No question. It's um, it's a testament to what the Raiders have been able to figure out uh, in the last few weeks, Vinny. Just how they've uh, how much better they've been situationally. The the execution on the offensive side of the ball, the improvements on the offensive side uh, on the offensive line, and the timeliness that they're getting from their defense and the improved pass rush that they're even in this position. Right, three straight wins, all one score games. We know about the struggles that they had at one score games in a situational football earlier in the year. And lo and behold, now they're five and seven, right? Not ideal by any means, and it doesn't put them in playoff positioning. But look, they were in a similar position a year ago, and all you can do is play who's in front of you. When I take a look at the Rams team they're facing tonight, it feels like a great opportunity for the Raiders to improve to six and seven, and and then who knows what happens from there. But all you can do is play who's on your schedule, who's in front of you. That's all the Raiders can focus on at this point. Everything else is going to take care of themselves. They can't worry about other teams. They have to beat the Rams tonight. Yeah, and uh, obviously, as Sam just said, and and correctly so, uh, the three wins don't put them into playoff uh, contention. But Sam, there is a path to playoff contention. Um, and I want to preface that by saying, if you look at the Raiders where they are right now, and obviously they have to take care of business, and I'm talking about from a roster perspective, uh, the the possibility of getting Darren Waller and Hunter Renfro back, um, you know, uh, for for their next game, which would be uh, the a week from Sunday at Allegiant Stadium against the New England Patriots. When you start looking at them from a roster's perspective, how they're playing, um, the improvements that they've made, where Josh Jacobs is, where Derek Carr is, obviously where Devontae Adams is, where Darren Waller and Hunter Renfro might be. When you start looking at this, um, I, it's you, you could make a case that, you know, they could compete and potentially win every game that's left left on their schedule. I don't think we're being too ambitious um, or, you know, speaking out of school when we say that from a talent perspective, they have the necessary pieces to go out there uh, and compete with whoever they play every Sunday. So that puts them in position to potentially win every game, not saying that they will, but this is by no means some sort of, uh, you know, miracle that needs to happen for them uh, to, to win out. They're fully capable of doing it, I believe. Yeah, and and it starts with, of course, with the Rams tonight. But you look at you look beyond that, Vinny, and at New England, revert, you know, against New England at home, right? A home game against a Patriots team that has not figured things out offensively. You surprise, surprise with with the situation that they have at Pittsburgh, right? 
that's another team five and seven in a similar situation with the as the Raiders. That 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 becomes a massive game. But when you look at what you said from a talent perspective, the Raiders to me feel like they're ahead of where Pittsburgh is at right now. It's a credit to Mike Tomlin and what he's been able to do that the, that the Steelers have remained um, relatively competitive, all things considered, given that this is a rebuilding year. And then the two tough games that you have. Fortunately for the Raiders, they're at Allegiant Stadium against the Niners and their backup quarterback now, Brock Purdy. And then, of course, Kansas City, which, depending on what happens the rest of the regular season, maybe Kansas City sits some starters. Maybe they don't have anything to play for. So that presents itself uh, as an opportunity um, as well. So you're not wrong, Vinny. You're not wrong. It's it's very – I didn't think we were going to be sitting here even, even talking about a potential playoff path um, after how the, the Raiders have looked uh, – had looked in, at, at the end of October – uh, and in early November, but clearly, like as you as to, to as you alluded to, the talent has come together. Well, I think we both thought before the season that this team, from a talent perspective, was more than capable of making the playoffs. Not the best team, not necessarily top two or three, but from a talent perspective, there was enough there to compete for another playoff berth. Uh, and it was just about a matter of putting it together and executing situationally. And yes, the Raiders are much, much, much better at that. Hunter Renfro, Darrell Waller potentially on the way. So that offense we thought we had seen, we were going to see. At the beginning of the season, maybe we get to see that at the end of the year. And, oh, by the way, the offense we're seeing right now and that we're going to see tonight against the Los Angeles Rams, based on what we've seen the last three weeks, that offense is still pretty good, too, even without Waller and Renfro. So there is an opportunity. Of course, they're going to need some help. There's there's still several teams ahead of them, and that wild card race is, is jammed up. A couple 7-5 and five teams, a couple 6-6-6 six, six, six teams. So there's going to need some to, to be some breaks uh, to go their way. But, again, all you can do is play on who, who is on your schedule, and there are going to be opportunities to get to 500, and then the last three weeks, anything can happen at that point. Yeah, and speaking about that offense, it's it's a legitimately top 10 offense from the quarterback to the run game to the pass game to the total yardage perspective to the scoring perspective. This is a top 10 offense, which we all kind of expected it to be. Um, in fact, I thought it was going to be better. Uh, but, you know, you have to make some, um, you know, uh, uh, leeway for the fact that they haven't had their full complement of players, you know, at all, basically. Maybe I think it was 6% of the, of the plays. A couple of weeks ago, it's gone down steadily because neither you know Waller or or Ron Renfro have played uh, over the last five, six, seven games or so. Um, so that steadily goes down, um, but they still are a top ten offense regardless, and they could be back to where we thought they probably could have been once those guys get back. So the offense is playing playoff caliber football. The defense, obviously, uh, not the best defense in the NFL. Nobody would, it would uh, with any seriousness, would, would argue otherwise. But they're starting to get timely play, um, uh, Sam, and they're starting to improve in some areas. And I think the addition of Jerry Tillery a few weeks ago might have flown under the radar um, in some quarters, uh, but he provides exactly what they didn't have and exactly what they needed along the defensive line. And that's a push from the interior, which I believe has helped the entire operation. I think so, too, Vinny. I mean, you just kind of take a look at how the pass rush has performed the last three weeks. I mean, against the Chargers, right, given a struggling offensive line over there that's banged up. But nonetheless, you get five sacks. You get Chandler Jones having his best game of the year. We know that the the attention um, that Max Crosby demands, but now you have a player in Jerry Tillery, right, former first-round pick, who sometimes guys just need to change the scenery in a different role, a a reassignment, if you will. And he's come in on that defensive front with the Raiders and and really – I think been a, just kind of a disruptive presence in his own way, just making things happen and drawing attention. And sometimes it's not always about what the actual statistical production says, but just being able to create some chaos. And you add somebody with that kind of ability along Max Crosby, 
who is having a, of course, an obviously Pro Bowl and potentially a first-team All-Pro caliber year with what he's been able to do in the Defensive Player of the Year uh, discussion. Uh, now all of a sudden you have something, and it's not you know the best pass rush in the league by any means, but given where it was the first nine or ten games of the season when outside of Max Crosby it didn't feel like anybody can get home, now what you have seen the last three weeks is the Raiders consistently get pressure quarterbacks, consistently force quicker throws or maybe uh, disrupting the timing or the rhythm uh, of, of pass patterns down the field and plays uh, because of that pass rush. And it, it, it takes the responsibility off guys on the back end. It frees up the linebackers a, a little bit. So it's it's with this Raider team, I think from the defensive standpoint, once we saw what it, was, what, what it looked like after the first few weeks, I think the the, the kind of you know, the, the hope that, that Raiders fans that the team could have is you're not going to have a top five defense with, with, with this at this juncture. You're just not. But if you can be solid situationally, be better in the red zone, be able to create some negative plays and get some sacks, you're going to be you're going to have the opportunity to win football games. And, and they've been able to do that when they've absolutely had to, including against the Chargers on Sunday. And, and again, now you now you face a Rams offense that has just been decimated um, by injuries there. I, I have a feeling, Vinny, there is going to be an opportunity for that pass rush to get home again tonight and to potentially create some turnovers that can give the Raiders a sizable lead and allow Josh Jacobs to continue to do his thing on the ground. Vegas, get in on the sports betting action and get on the STN Sports app. With 14 convenient sign-up locations across town at Station Casinos, Wildfire, and El Cortez, you're only a few minutes away from getting started no matter where you are in town. With a huge menu of betting options and points back on your bets, STN Sports is the strongest betting app out there. So sign up today for STN Sports and earn up to $100 on your first deposit. You may start noticing there are strange tall boys of beer in the bottled water section of your local stores. Well, it's not beer. It's actually mountain spring water from the Alps, and it's called Liquid Death. And it's available in still, sparkling, and three other flavors. Why is this water called Liquid Death? Well, basically, it'll brutally murder your thirst, and their infinitely recyclable tall boy cans are helping bring death to plastic bottles. They also donate 10% of the profits from every can sold to help kill plastic pollution. Aluminum is infinitely recyclable and can actually be profitable for recycling facilities. One day I was at work in the cafeteria and saw the Las Vegas Review Journal was carrying liquid death in the vending machine. So I sat drinking one at work while eating my tacos just to fake my coworkers out and make them think I was having an icy cold tall boy with lunch. Go get liquid death at your local Smith's, Walmart, Sprouts, or find a liquid death retailer near you with their store locator tool at liquiddeath.com slash Vegas Nation. That's liquiddeath.com slash Vegas Nation. I agree. And you look at that Rams offensive line, it was going to be uh, a struggle anyway. I mean, you lose Andrew Whitworth to retirement. There's, I'm sorry, but there aren't many Andrew Whitworths, even at his advanced age, Sam. Um, he was playing at a phenomenal level. Uh, he just wanted to walk away uh, on top, um, you know, and, and go do uh, other other things. Well, okay. Uh, I know that they had Joseph Noteboom waiting in the wings. All the respect in the world for Joseph. He's not Andrew Whitworth. So that was going to be a struggle regardless. Then they lost Austin Corbett to free agency. He's with the Carolina Panthers, uh, a good solid guard. All of a sudden, that's two offensive linemen that the Rams are down from their Super Bowl championship team. Then all of a sudden, injuries starting to occur. So what was already a little bit of a concern became a major concern. And we've seen that over and over and over again this year where they're just not very good up front, which opens the door, as you said, uh, to a to a potentially big game from the Raiders defensive line, and I'll contend as well. Uh, it's not just the defensive line. You saw Isaiah Palamau um, in in blitzes uh, on Sunday. Um, 
you know, uh, so against the Chargers. So there's they're getting even more creative. And I think, uh, again, you know, with, with Tillery there to kind of complement what they already had, uh, it's opening up things for Patrick Graham to, to, to now be able to tap into that gets a little bit more exotic, a little bit more intricate and opens – you know, uh, opportunities for people on the back end to potentially contribute in the pass rush. And I would expect to see that tonight, uh, Sam, because whoever the Rams line up is at quarterback, and we'll get into the possibility of Baker Mayfield, but even if it's John Wolford or uh, Bryce Perkins, uh, their third stringer, whoever it is, um, is going to be a level of backup, which means if you're the Raiders, you got to challenge them to see if what can you handle? Can you handle you know, a, a four-man rush? Can you handle some blitzes and things like that uh, that, that, that they're going to do to try to confuse those guys? I would think that this is an opportunity for the Raiders to dig a little bit deeper into that defensive playbook and try to make life difficult for that quarterback, whoever it is. Yeah, I think so too, Vinny. I, it just, I mean, quite frankly, when you just take a look at what the Rams did last year going all in, putting their pieces to the – shoving all their chips in, putting everything in the middle of the table, you cash out. You win a Super Bowl, right? That, that, that will last a long, long time. Um, in, in LA, and that cannot be taken away. But the season that they've had this year—that's you know—you have some consequences for that. You don't have the depth um, that they had previously without the draft capital that they traded to acquire a lot of their big-ticketed players that helped them win that Super Bowl. So now they're in the position um, that they're in. Quite frankly, Vinny, this is—I mean, this is an opportunity. I think. I, look, a win's a win. It doesn't matter. You don't get any points for style here. But with with you, the way that you see these two teams trending, with the Raiders really figuring things out offensively with with how balanced they are, with how well they're running the ball and how well Devontae Adams is playing and, and, and Derek Carr uh, as well. And then we take a look at the Rams, who have just spiraled since losing Matthew Stafford, since losing Cooper Cup, uh, just piling up losses, not remotely close to the same team that you had last season. This is an opportunity, I think, for the Raiders to really go uh, and showcase what they have and, and, and have an opportunity to have a dominant victory. We've seen the one-score victories from the Raiders this year, but the point spread here reflects that they are capable of of handling business at a lot more uh, than, than with just one score. Um, I'm not saying I'm not predicting or necessarily saying I'm expecting a blowout, but I think you have a chance to have a little bit more of a decisive victory um, tonight, given with how these two teams are trending and the personnel that you're going to have on both sides. Like you mentioned, I mean, they're like, Vinny, they might play Baker Mayfield. He was just right. waved by Carolina. There's a chance we see him tonight. Like that, that does, that's not good. That's not, it's not, that's, not, that's not the situation you want where you're signing a quarterback. He gets in the building on Tuesday and then he's starting in prime time. Um, on Thursday. So that is a, a situation that they might find themselves in. And if they do, I expect them at, the, at this point to take full advantage of that um, and go out there and look pretty good. Yeah, I, I agree. And um, this is definitely setting up as a potential blowout win. Um, you know, uh, l- l- let's face it. And going back to Baker Mayfield, the Rams uh, picked him up on waiver ma- wa- waivers on Tuesday. Perhaps maybe, you know, a surprise. Uh, I think some other teams, you know, um, you felt like there were there were better fits uh, with some other teams, but that kind of plays into maybe why the Rams did this. Number one, you know, they're trying to help themselves, trying to get a good look at some of the younger players. Um, if Baker Mayfield, who's you know when when he's a capable quarterback, let's face it, he's you know he might not be this, he might be, not be that, but he can he's a functioning NFL quarterback, um, and he can give the Rams an opportunity to take a look at some younger players. Um, you know, without Matthew Stafford now, with a capable quarterback at Baker Mayfield, it also keeps him out of the hands of the San Francisco 49ers, the Rams' bitter rivals, um, who do need a quarterback and are playing for something and probably would have liked to have the opportunity to have Baker Mayfield um, on their roster as they head down the stretch part of their season, which, by the way, may help the, Ra- the, the, the Raiders at some point. 
you know, it's a, it's a, it, it probably feels a little bit different or it looks a little bit different with Purdy at quarterback than potentially Baker Mayfield at quarterback uh, on New Year's Day. That's a, that's an issue for another day. But, you know, it, it, by the Rams doing this, it might actually help the Raiders uh, in their, in their cause. Um, but whoever the quarterback is, um, the, Ra- the Raiders to me have to focus on themselves. Um, this is a chance for them to, I think, win a decisive game. But these Thursday games, Sam, um, you know, they, they come down to who's going to be the more efficient team. It's a scaled back game plan. It, it, that's understandable. It's just a condensed period of time that you can prepare and put together a game plan. So I think it's going to be what do we do on both sides? What do the Rams do? What do the Raiders do well? And just really try to pound that home um, and, and tap into your strengths and try to win that way on the short week. And I think as you look at these two teams' strengths right now, the Raiders just have a little bit more, maybe even a lot more in some areas. When you talk about where Josh Jacobs in the run game is and, and the passing game uh, and how they're kind of coming along defensively. So, uh, And plus, it's a must-win game. The Rams, uh, you know, who knows how they're mentally going to handle this. Sean McVay's a great coach. He's going to have his group playing. But they're humanistically speaking, if that's even a word, <laughs> um, you know, they're, they're, uh, how dialed in are the Rams at this point? You know, uh, whereas I think the Raiders are, their needle is pointing up. They've got some things to play for. They're feeling good about themselves, building some confidence over the last three games. So I would expect you would get the Raiders best effort and most fact focused effort. I mean, you got an offensive line that's on a roll, Vinny. You had a quarterback playing uh, as well as he has at any point this season. You have the NFL's leading rusher uh, behind him, having a historical year for the silver and black, and it potentially health permitting uh, on pace to have one of the most productive seasons yards from scrimmage-wise in NFL history. You have a arguably the best, you know, one-two, however you want to dice it up. But either way, an elite wide receiver and Devontae Adams at the absolute peak of his powers. And you have a defense now – um, that's playing complimentary football at all three levels, that, that is making plays, that is bending and not breaking, and that is coming up with key um, sacks, turnovers, block field goals, whatever you want to name it, when, when, they've, when they've needed it the most the last three weeks. So with that being said, yeah, I, I'm with you. I think the Raiders have a lot more to play for tonight. They have a better team. Uh, they have the better skill position players. They have, dare I say, the defense that's playing better right now. Uh, and, and with that being said, a prime, prime, prime opportunity to make a statement uh, tonight against the Rams. And, and look, you know, again, all you can do is play who's on your schedule. Six and seven, right, Vinny? Very, very, very similar spot to where they were at last year. It's, it's not – look, they, they, need, they certainly need some bounces to go their way, but it's happened before. Who knows? If they take care of business tonight, maybe it happens for them again down the stretch. Right. And we haven't talked about Cooper Cup and we haven't talked about Aaron Donald for the Rams. They're not playing. So that makes the, the road a little bit easier. You hate to see guys get hurt, uh, but it is what it is. Nobody feels sorry for the Rams. Uh, and the Raiders will say this. Nobody feels sorry for them uh, with the injuries that they've had to deal with. you got to just make the best of the situation. Um, and two things that I'm keeping my eye on before we get out of here. Uh, what's that crowd going to look like? Uh, definitely it's going to be a, a pro Raiders crowd. But how pro is it going to be and then I cannot wait to see uh, however many times this happens but Devontae Adams against Jalen Ramsey got a chance to talk to Devontae Adams about um, you know having covered Jalen that that dude is a trash talker supreme Uh, I love the guy personally I love covering him Uh, he was as honest as it comes Uh, uh, you know and so so that's who he is it's no disrespect to anybody that's how he gets revved up and I talked to Devontae Adams about that and he's like "Eh." Guys are a little bit quiet when they play against me, <laughs> you know, and and I think we all know why. They don't want to poke that bear. But I think Jalen Ramsey is going to try to poke that bear. And Devontae told me, like, hey, 
if that's how he wants to roll, I'm down for that too. So it should be an interesting matchup between Jalen Ramsey and Devontae Adams on mole or in more ways than one. The game within the game. And, and, <laughs> and it's, it's, it's all, you know, it's the, the one-on-one matchups when you get to see a top receiver against the top corner. Um, those are always fun, Vinny. Those are always the, – and, and the top players, um, regardless of how the season's going, they always want to bring it. So I, I do expect um, that to be a, a good matchup today. But based on what we've seen, Vinny, Devontae Adams has won pretty much every matchup uh, he's been in so far. And with the way he's playing, four games this year, over 100 yards and two receiving touchdowns. No other receiver in the NFL has more than two such games. Um, he is playing as good as he has at any point in, in his career. This is first year with the Raiders, reunited with Derek Carr. Um, it's clicking right now. So I, I, we'll see how that matchup um, shakes out. But I ha- you'd have to think going in with the way uh, these two teams are trending, uh, that advantage uh, Devontae, at least at this point in time. Yep, uh, absolutely. Hey, I want to say thanks to Larry Muir uh, for being uh, Mr. Flexible uh, and getting this done for us today, our great producer, uh, so that we could put something out there uh, ahead of today's game. I know it's kind of a weird week with Thursday game, uh, but Larry, uh, as always, a true professional uh, and helping us out in that regard. Sam Gordon uh, made the drive from Las Vegas to Los Angeles tonight, so uh, I know he was burning the midnight oil a little bit as a result. Uh, thank you uh, for, for being available today to do this. I uh, want to say thanks to our all of our listeners and supporters. Uh, this You're why we do this. Enjoy the game tonight, um, and then we'll regroup next week and potentially talking about uh, a 6-7 and seven Raiders team um, ready to, to host the New England Patriots or, well, we won't talk about the or just yet. We'll see how that all plays out. Also, a reminder, uh, Vegas Nation podcasts are brought to you by, are sponsored by Station Casinos, STN Sports, and presented by the Las Vegas Review-Journal, Blue Wire, and Liquid Death. Sam, I'll see you in a couple hours. Vegas, get in on the sports betting action and get on the STN Sports app. With 14 convenient sign-up locations across town at Station Casinos, Wildfire, and El Cortez, you're only a few minutes away from getting started no matter where you are in town. With a huge menu of betting options and points back on your bets, STN Sports is the strongest betting app out there. So sign up today for STN Sports and earn up to $100 on your first deposit.